0: no windows in this room though so i can't tell that it's cloudy out right now
1: what is that noise that's the fan that's
0: not appealing that's better welcome to the asmr sleepy time with the easy podcast this is dumb <laughs>
1: all this right stupid. here we go yeah let's get to the actual podcast <laughs> so
0: um this is the easy podcast yes it is my name is zach yes it is
1: it- and this is eric <laughs> smart ass over there um yeah well this- better than being a dumbass <laughs> <laughs> mm. there it is welcome back everybody
0: yeah here we are <laughs> uh if you don't know who we are uh what We just told you our names, but let's tell you what we're about. Okay. This is a podcast... Um, this uh, is
1: not an ASMR podcast. No.
0: <laughs> no, we're just sleepy. <laughs> no, uh, you're just sleepy. I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong. Look, uh, we talk about movies and TV and sometimes video game and... And
1: filmmaking. And
0: filmmaking. And we would consider ourselves little filmmakers. And,
1: uh,
0: yeah, it's... Not a great time to be a filmmaker at the moment, necessarily. Yeah, uh, not a whole know. lot of uh, big projects going on. Speaking of which, unless
1: you're a one man show, and then you can go out and shoot whatever you empty want. Empty streets, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, Um But wildlife. <laughs>
0: yeah, one thing that this has all taken its toll on has been the movie theaters, and I, I miss going to the movie theater and. Uh, one thing that we thought maybe was going to be the savior of the movie theaters is uh, Christopher Nolan's Tenet, and it sounds like it's now been postponed indefinitely. <sighs> Big sigh. Big sigh. So, nothing. That,
1: you know what that means, though? Are you kidding me right now? No. I'm like, seriously, like, can, can 2020 get any worse? Don't say that. Dude, did you see the bear video with the nunchucks? Oh. There's a bear playing with... Nunchucks. What is this podcast? <laughs> you what are you, why are you bringing up bears with
0: nunchucks? What are you talking about? Because,
1: because tenant canceled. 2020's awful. And we got, you know, birds snatching s- s- sharks out of the air. What? Or out of the. You didn't see the bird shark video? Dude, you got to stop watching viral videos. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> Some gigantic albatross snatched a, a supposed shark out of the water, and it, it's a, there's a video of Good it. Good for it, man. Yeah, I'm like, cool. Meals for Good days. Good luck on eating that thing. Uh, I, mean, I don't know. Let's Figured bring it out. to its little bird family. But the dude, the bear with the nunchucks, was fantastic. That's not real. It, it was real. It's not it's real. real. It's real. I'm it, going to
0: say BS on that. I'm just going to go ahead and call it. I'm
1: going to send it to you, and, and then I'm going to be gonna like, hey, look, your there's,
0: oh, yep, there's the deep fake arms. There it is. It's, oh, it's probably man. fake. Um, wh- wh- how did we get on this tangent? You totally threw me off here. Any,
1: 2020.
0: Yeah, it sucks.
1: Tenant Canceled. Yeah, that like, means... You know canceled, what that means. It's like freaking cancel culture everywhere. I can't stand it. I, seriously. Uh, but this being canceled means
0: that there will not be any movies coming out this year in the theaters that are not already, like...
1: Old movies. So like, apparently, the Easy Podcast now is an ASMR podcast. So welcome are you talking Because <laughs> there's no movies, oh. like no filmmaking. Well, like, that's
0: that's not entirely true. I mean, we're watching things on our uh, on our streaming. Pl- Shut up with the ASMR. <laughs> um, yeah, we're watching things at home on yes, Hulu I've and HBO and a Netflix. Lot of stuff and at home. Yes. Yeah. It's, um. It's fantastic. Bef- before we get into it, though, um, because. It's, I'm, I'm sleepy and i'm and i'm bummed out though about movie theaters and I, I get it though it's it's the right call um
1: is it though yeah
0: i mean it means that there's not going to be any new releases this year and so now we're looking at 2021 Dude, for meaning everything. black widow yeah. like oh yeah they already pushed back all the marvel tv stuff so 2020 sucks you heard it here first guys no, and it's that's not yeah. news. No, that's not. <laughs> um, but let's let's talk about what is news. Hey, Segway, what's up? Um, Canon, Blackmagic, yeah,
1: some gear stuff. Some things came out. Yeah, they did uh, in the last couple of weeks. Uh, it. <laughs> well, so Canon drops the R five R six. Yeah, two different models. Bear in mind, these are. Uh,
0: For for lack of an easier way to say this, DSLR bodies. Yes. I know I understand they're
1: mirrorless, but 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 these are these are hot ticket items. (laughs) <laughs> Tell them why, Eric. Why are they hot tickets? Why are they so hot? Well, apparently you Too hot to handle. You, yeah. I mean, you can't film 8K and 60 FPS for longer than 15 minutes.
0: I mean, I don't know why anybody would be
1: filming I, it for that long, I, but... I, I, I mean... Uh, it still is an issue. I mean, you don't... But it's a 15... And then apparently they, they sent out a statement saying that... Um, they wanted to make the body weatherproof, so that's why they didn't put the the fan in there to keep it cool. So it was a trade off, an engineering trade off. Well, the trade off is that if you're using that to film, AK, you're gonna have to wait 15 to 20 minutes before yeah. it cools off enough. I mean, sans putting it in the freezer. Let me
0: play devil's advocate. So uh, sure. I don't, I don't see any, I don't foresee anyone filming. 8K at 60 for longer than two two minutes. Let's be honest here. Uh, you know, five minutes or whatever. So the 15 minute, I get that. But here's the problem: is that uh, that's that's me being devil's advocate. That's the end of that. <laughs> because now I'm going to get to the actual issue: is there's no way this is limited to just 15 minutes at 8K 60? There's it, no it, way.
1: It's not. It, it isn't. I it's mean, gonna four, it's going to run 4K at yeah. 122. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's the so, same issue. In in it, yeah. I mean, I guess the segue to the other one is the whole K problem, right? So the so the essential issue is is the processing and power that's needed for 4K at 120 FPS, yeah, or 8K and at 60. The cooling, and um, everything. you know. So computer technology is you know you'll have uh, your chipset sitting on top of a heat sink, which is wow, which we're is real technical, which right. is then. W- w- and then has a fan mm-hmm. Baked into that, that Configuration So in this case it's, Baked is right <laughs> In this case s- Sands the fan The heat sink is not It's doing all the work It's not robust enough yeah, to right. to, And it doesn't dissip That's the purpose of the fan Is to dissipate the heat Yeah The purpose of the heat sink Is to absorb the heat Away from the processor Yeah So you, no I mean let, let's let's stop sighing and let's actually I mean I want to I wanna like talk I want to actually talk about this. It's an engineering thing like it, it, from a user standpoint that's an awful user experience. It's it's awful. It if will you, be if sure. you're spending four thousand dollars on a body yeah. plus however many thousands on your glass. So let's new, say it's new, new glass you're, because, you're, yes, because it's because the RF, it's mount. RF. Well, there's an ad, RF EF adapter. So I mean, adapter new glass ish. Yes, I, and the adapter's not cheap. Anyway, but if somebody's spending that kind of money, if you spend that money on an an even older, let's say cinema camera FS five. Mm, yeah, you're gonna spend less and it's not gonna overheat. Yep. And you can film that 4K, you know, for as long as you want. Yeah. So like there's what Well, here's the problem. Um and if it's a DSLR body, well, I, he's not done. I'm not done, dude. I'm I mean, I appreciate the whole okay, let's shoot 4K at 120. Yeah, cool. I get that. That's exciting. Um but let's not make a DSLR camera a cinema camera like there's a line when you cross that line both in price tag and in features mm-hmm. you have to offer the the proper engineering t- to to get the job done sure so you're trying to cross over into this you know you, you want to compete because Sony's been kicking your ass for Four or five years in the pretty m- much yeah in the mirrorless space. Oh man, it's just come on, dude. And I think here's the here's the thing that really gets me. And I can say I've been a Canon fanboy for a long time. I used to shoot CPS, I used to shoot professional sports, so um, I've been in that space yeah. and I've appreciated what Canon brings to the table in the, in that environment. But I think some of the things that decisions that they've made in the last five or six years specifically in this particular space. And this is a screaming, glaring example of that, that. They've made some, they've taken some shortcuts. They made some poor decisions. Um, and I think they're riding on their reputation. Yeah. They're just like, Hey, we're Canon. We do whatever the hell we want. And yeah. Okay, cool. Yes, you are Canon. You make quality products. Your glass is amazing. Your color science is, is, you know, above board on, it, it just is um but this this is a miss i I think in my opinion I've seen a lot of videos and there's a lot of YouTube friends that are like, Oh, this is the greatest thing and I've seen some of this in, in body stabilization which looks fantastic yeah, but I mean but Sony's had that for four years yeah, now. yeah and you're only going to get 15 minutes of that <laughs> yeah yeah and i don't want to get uh, we gotta stop hanging yeah, on that yeah, because people that are listening uh, yeah.
0: no one is shooting 8k 60 for 15 minutes just it's not happening yeah and but no, they're
1: gonna want to shoot four 4k 120 not for, for 15 that minutes. slow-mo probably not for 15 yeah. minutes I mean,
0: though maybe I mean, probably not so i don't want to get yeah. hung up on that yeah okay because that totally discredits our entire thing here
1: right is that i mean it's part of it though it, we can't ignore sure. that sure yeah it's the it's way. Not the main thing, but it is a thing.
0: It's the way that it was built. That sh- just don't give those features if you can't do it to the utmost right. ability. Right. And And that, that's that's the thing that you know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go off on a little side trail here because Apple uh, is kind of notorious for like introducing features onto their iPhones after Android had it for years mm-hmm. and then they try and make it like this big thing at their announcements. It's like, okay, I get it that the, the announcements are a little ridiculous. Like yeah, you're sure. saying you have this feature. It's, it's and Android Yeah. But here's the thing is like Apple doesn't implement those features until they've got it down to where Correct. the user experience is absolutely perfect.
1: Right. Yep. Um, they take, they're not afraid to take the time to yeah. deliver it properly right. as opposed to first. Yeah.
0: I don't care. I mean, if they if they really wanted to put this 8K sensor in there for photos, okay, that's great. I get it. Like, just do it. But then neuter the video as you always have, Canon, for yeah. the first time. It's weird that they've neutered video since the 5E Mark III, basically, and then they fi- they went way too far the other way. And yeah. now they've given you features that could potentially give you a poor user experience. Right. Because, like I said, there's no way that 8K60 is overheating the camera only in 15 minutes. Because to me, if I'm filming an 8K at 60, I'm filming 30 seconds here, 2 minutes here, 30 seconds, 15 seconds. That's going to add up to that camera still running, baking, while well, I'm using it. And their
1: statement is saying, shoot your, your 5 or 7 minutes and then turn it off.
0: And that's the worst thing you could tell right. your user. Why am I spending thirty five hundred dollars on a camera I can use five minutes at a time? You, you know what I mean. Like f- I'm not. Gonna, I don't want to spend four grand on a camera that I can only use for a little bit, and then I have to wait for it to cool down. So now, now I have to buy two bodies so that while one's cooling down, the other one I can shoot with again. It doesn't make any sense. Mm. Just don't do that. Maybe feature. maybe it
1: does make sense if well, you're trying to double your sales. <laughs> But who's gonna who's gonna buy into no that? No one's gonna spend ten grand on on two bodies.
0: No, if they're gonna spend ten grand, they're gonna get a medium format camera,
1: like sure. a Hasselblad or a One D. Right, or they're gonna step into this a full cinema rig. Which, right. which they can because if you're still
0: buying DSLR body style cameras for your movies, like you're doing it wrong. Right, everybody has dropped down in price. You can get. I mean, well, okay. I guess technically the, the black magic pocket is kind of a DSLR form factor, right? Yep. Um, six K, but I wouldn't consider it 4k. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if I would consider it a DSLR basically. No. Yeah. Or, or mirrorless, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, It
1: doesn't, f- I, I don't just cause of the form factor. I don't think it fits yeah. in that space though. They would argue that that's exactly that's the right. market they're competing with. And they're not wrong. Yeah. They're competing in that market. Yeah. And I think that's fine. um,
0: but that brings us to the next thing, which is their twelve K camera that they just announced. Um, which Blackmagic Ursa Mini twelve K. Yeah. Now, um, before we get too deep into this, um, I tweeted a couple of things of like stop adding pixels and all this stuff. And, <laughs> yeah, you did. Um, I, I still, <laughs> I still believe that. But I, after doing some research into this, um, without getting way too overtly technical, um, there's. Well, up until this point, there was effectively two different sensor types out there. You had a CMOS, mm-hmm. and then you had a three-chip uh, CCD. Right. And the three-chip CCD has basically just been completely dissolved, and it's only in lower-end consumer camcorders and stuff and now. And is it
1: even still in those? I haven't I seen maybe it in not, a long time. Maybe not. Uh, they might have I, all migrated to yeah, CMOS I, yeah, I think. by
0: this point. But the new uh, URSA Mini 4, or sorry, 12K... Is a whole new sensor pattern, and I guess the 12K was a requirement to get that new sensor layout. Is that was I? I mean, I find it's hard to believe that 12K was the minimum resolution that they could get this new sensor style with. I think they probably could have done eight or six K, you know, more -hmm. than likely, um, and just blown up the pixel, the uh, the sensor size. So it's the same sensor readout in super 35 but it's 6k and so I, I think they just needed another number that didn't confuse people because they already have the black magic pocket 4k the black magic pocket 6k and then they have mm. the ursa the mini bm
1: cm and then they have the ursa mini
0: 4.6k and so it's like you got all these numbers and these k's and people they need to differentiate so then they were like, okay, well, 12k, but the 12k camera can also do 8k and 4k without having to crop, which is a huge deal. Yeah, um, because if you if you use Reds, uh, ARI, uh, lots of lots of cameras, the the higher frame rate you get, um, or if you want to like downscale the image in the camera. Um, you have to crop in on the sensor effectively. Um, So this is a whole new system where it basically is just doing all of the downscaling itself in camera. So you're still getting the full sensor readout in 8K as you are and 12K as you are in 4K. So, yeah. (laughs) Do we need 12K? No. No, no one does. Um, Steven Yedlin has this fantastic video online. You need to go watch it. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure I tweeted about it. Uh, he has this comparison where he takes like an old Airy uh, SXT that's 1080 and another that takes like a red. Uh, uh, and it goes up, basically all these things. and he goes up against an IMAX camera, which IMAX is the current champ of like resolution per film. You know, even though it's yeah. a film camera, yeah. you still can scan it up to a certain point. I think it's 16K or something like that is what they say. Yeah. Mm. Um, and what he does, though, in this video, is he goes and shows that you do not need all these K's. K's are not the the king right. of of everything here, right. of picture quality. Um, I would have ate this camera up if it was even 8K at the most, but then they were like twenty stops of dynamic range.
1: Yeah, wow.
0: I would have been like that. Yes. This mm-hmm. is the future because yeah. stop adding Ks and figure out your pixel densities and your, and not pixel densities, sorry, that's that's the wrong term, but uh, figure out your pixels so that we get better dynamic range. Yeah. Um, yep. Because that, that's still what we're always competing with. We're still competing with film. Yeah. And it doesn't have the same roll-offs and it doesn't have the same shadows and lights and i'm out and
1: of the, breath and the science is there that's the thing is, is that it is but I, it's too I mean,
0: expensive still i think you know to, to quite get there yeah you know i mean especially for um i i think i think you could have a company that could do it um well you're seeing a company that's doing it's airy mm-hmm. um and, and red to an extent but airy mostly i mean they're the standard for a reason and but their cameras though started. I mean, basically, they start at forty grand, right? Yeah, it's very so expensive. to put something of that quality into a body and a camera with the features and you know the the dual S S by I well, I don't use S by S anymore, but the dual card slots and all this stuff and uh, into a body for ten grand, it's not possible right now. Um, it, it'll get there in a couple of years. Yeah. you know, you'll have yeah. these Alexa Mini four Ks in the size of you know don't uh, an r5 yeah right yeah. um mm-hmm. eventually it'll get there but it's just not there right now and i get that um the other thing too is like the the one thing that bummed me out about this was this wasn't a new form factor for the black magic uh i don't like the body of the ursa mini it, 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 it's a little it's awkward and it's really heavy
1: yeah that and i don't know what why it needs to be that heavy i mean yeah i mean heat sinks are 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 well they've got like three four fans in them so yeah i mean that's the thing that's you know okay so they've probably got a couple of heat sinks pretty large
0: onboard lcd screen that's not detachable so there's some stuff going on there um i mean they're 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 built pretty well um the the only downside effect to this whole situation is um now you're having to deal with 12K files, which the, the presentation that they had, the guy showed them editing it in real time on a laptop on a MacBook Pro in 12K, and it re- Resolve was able to do some sort of wizardry with it. I still don't quite understand how it's doing it, but basically it was probably able to a playback, proxy file. Was but it's it a not proxy, proxy file. No, it's not. It's, they're <laughs> just doing a down they're cheating
1: it and using a proxy no, file. No, they're not. Like... They they showed it
0: in real time. He took it from the camera Put it in the timeline, duplicated it. I think twelve times. So you did like a multicam sequence, and then played them all back at simultaneously all twelve multicams, and they all played. Now it wasn't obviously was not playing in full resolution. It's doing a downscale pre, sure, uh, for, the, for preview, the screen
1: size because the screen size isn't twelve k. Well, that doesn't matter. That's not how that works. I mean, but but I'm saying is is that it maybe it's down there. It's down resing. Here's the thing: it, well, it might down res to fit the screen, and so.
0: Well, it's still playing back a 12K
1: file, though. Yeah, want, uh, how many th- gigs? How many gigs per second? Oh. Uh, it's <laughs> that it's gonna four be? gigs a minute. Oh my goodness! Yeah, dude, they had a 50 dude.
0: second file in the preview, and it was uh, it was like 3.79 gigabytes. <laughs> Hard drive companies going, yes, yeah, more I of know. this.
1: We're gonna um, we're gonna make a ton more. One money. good thing they
0: did do is they did move the um, the USB C port to the back right of the body. Right now on the Gen One and Gen Two, actually I don't even know if the Gen One has it, but. Um, the Gen 2 has it, the port right where like the LCD monitor closes, mm-hmm. and it's just in the way. It's the yeah. dumbest it's place. It's a bad, yeah, bad place. It's yeah. really bad. Yeah. Um, so at least they moved that. Um, I, I don't know. I just it, This is such a weird situation because the more I looked into it, the more I was accepting of the new sensor technology, but I still... I don't know. I still can't wrap my head around like twelve k.
1: The and the workflow, the storage. I mean, there's so yeah. many, so many problems that 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 presents. Right. You know. I mean, we already are wrestling with those problems with eight k, and now you're adding another. Well, you're adding that, it with four k. You know, you have
0: issues yeah. as well. So, uh, just the the b raw codec is interesting. Um, it, I don't care what anybody says, it is not a fully raw uh, codec because it is lossless, or it is lossy. Um, it is still a compressed file. It's not like a red code. Oh, really? Um, it is It is completely so compressed. So they're adding yeah.
1: some low-level layer of compression. There is still a compression ratio huh. in it. I mean, red
0: wow. Red has compression ratios, too. I shouldn't say that it's lossy. But um, it, it's just different. And yeah. from what I understand, it's, it's a very efficient... It's a lot like a ProRes RAW, where the ProRes RAW mm-hmm. is not actually like RAW. I mean, you have some more settings and, and some more uh, features with it than just a normal ProRes file, but it's still not quite, like an, like if you took a a RAW file from a 5D and you edit, like a photo, right? Uh, it, it's not quite the the exact same. Um, I mean, he, I'm splitting hairs here on, on what is considered, but... Uh, it does sound like, you know, the, they've got the compression ratios worked out and you can film 12K at, you know, 12 to 1 and be able to use that on a laptop, which is just crazy to me. And and kudos to them for doing it, I guess. Um, <laughs> I guess, yeah. But it's just, you know, I would love to see those features put into a a different body and then also in a resolution that I care about. I yeah. just I twelve k doesn't get me excited. It, it no, more turns me you, off.
1: Yeah, because you know most of that is not unusable. You're not. Yeah. It's not. You're, it's at some point you're just like, uh, I I framed this shot wrong, and if I framed it that wrong, then I need twelve k. Then yeah. I need to go back to film school. Right. <laughs> I need to go back to. Yeah. Hey, wait. Let me let it. me learn the basics. It again. makes sense <laughs> if like. <laughs> I
0: understand a lot of people shoot, and I'm one of them. I shoot 4K when I do not have the ability to have two cameras. I'll shoot 4K for an interview. That way I have right. a cushion. Yeah. But 12K, I don't uh, – Who who is outputting 4K like, – you know what I mean? Like who's going to be shooting 12K and then outputting everything – for your your cgi elements and your greens like i understand the keying is maybe better because they have more resolution to work with but again that comes down more to compression ratios and and codecs being uh beefier than it does actual resolution uh i don't see them having any problems pulling keys out of an area alexa right and it's you know what is it uh 2.7k or whatever the the sxt like i just it's weird. I mean, I'm excited that another company is still here and, like, trying to push against everybody else because what this will do is it will hopefully introduce this technology into other cameras, and those sure. cameras will maybe kind of scratch the itch that I'm actually looking for.
1: Yeah, and, it, and it's a part of the process, I think. You know, um, like we talked about earlier, the R5 and the miss with the heat and all that, but... Um, in the in in the user experience right i think the user experience it there there needs to be more said for that and the user experience is on many layers it's not just the shooter yeah it's not just the guy on the end it's the entire workflow right so what's the user experience in that entire start to finish process um and the end user experience on how they're viewing so you know, as these companies are working on these technologies, um, which is exciting that they're still pushing the boundaries and, um, and, and that's what they should be doing. Yeah. You know, uh, we need to continue to push, push that forward. You know, like you said, 20 stops of range is yes. You know, getting the, those amazing and Sony's winning that battle, the low light battle. Um, But, you know, it's those are the things that, you know, as as they're doing these types of things, consider the end user experience throughout the entire process. Well, because the end user experience, majority of people
0: right now are watching things on their phone and iPad. Right. Yeah. Does it need to be 12K for that downscale? No, No, not really. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I would love to hear the argument for this um beyond just the sensor technology requiring this 12 ki do not I I yeah. don't I don't think that's a solid enough argument for me I yeah. think you could have figured it out um bigger pixels but lower resolution but with yeah. the same new pattern which is this um RGBW2 I think is like what oh, they're right, calling yeah. it mm-hmm. um so it, instead of um like a Bayer system which is um you know, little boxes of red and green and blue, and you have uh, in a 4444 four, four, four situation, it's um, each of those three colors are equal, equally distributed throughout the sensor. And then um, on this new one, though, it has equal distribution for those RGBs. And then also, I believe, two, I might be wrong on this, I have to go back and look, but two white pixels. Yep for each of those sets mm-hmm. as well and so that's what gives you this different uh, sensor pattern um, gr- I mean great technology just I just I just wonder if yeah if this was the right move um, I, I think they again they definitely could have uh, larger pixels which means less noise um, in low light and stuff which is something that people are always wanting uh, so then you'd have lower lower resolution but with the same Technology idea. I think that was probably the route that they should have yeah. went. But here we are, um, super thirty, super 35 12 k, which is insane.
1: Yeah, and maybe you know this is this is just another stepping stone to whatever they're really trying to get at. You know, and, y- yeah, and and they felt like well, this is a good me- benchmark for us to release in this product as we're moving along. You know, and I right. think that's a thing too. Is Well, I mean, the other thing
0: too is you know it's a super thirty five sensor at twelve k, but it'll down res to eight and four k.
1: Yeah, so you can shoot it in four. Right. So you
0: can you can still use it as a four k camera, but then that's where it becomes the issue of like, well, do I want to spend ten grand on a four k camera? Why spend the extra money? Is it really that much better than their URSA four point six k? That's four grand cheaper. Right. I don't know. Um, What I wish they would have done was just yeah, there's a twelve k sensor in there, but we're limiting it to eight. Yeah, or four, and then that allows, you know, just a better, I think, yeah, situation. In yeah, general. for
1: sure. I mean, in this, in the whole aspect of you know your post processing too. You know, it's your uh, your your post experience could, depending on how you're doing that, you're making it look like an Ari or yeah. some other, exp- right. you know, and so. <laughs> Like, does it really matter that
0: much? I saw a funny meme on. Uh, <laughs> I think it's. Oh gosh, is it moviemakingmemes.com? dot I've got
1: I've got all my Ari Luts in place. I'm just going yeah, to make my 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 Canon five D Mark three look like an Ari. <laughs>
0: yeah. Movie set memes official on Instagram. Go follow them. They're hilarious. Um, I don't think I'm following that. Yeah, I'm you got to do, do that right now. So. They've been they've been tweeting or tweeting they've been Instagramming some uh, some 12k memes lately mm-hmm. um, since this whole thing first started and um, one that I saw was something like uh, DITs when they see that the footage is coming back in 12k and they only have a uh, a computer with USB 2.0 <laughs> I was
1: like oh my god I mean that's a good example yeah it's I'm, a good example yeah USB 2.0 still floating around in yeah. some shops and, and DITs are spending you
0: know. fifty to a hundred grand on their setup sometimes they're not going to upgrade just because you want to shoot in 12k all of a sudden you know um i'll be really curious to see who's is this
1: memes official yeah yeah okay it's
0: good stuff
1: anyways uh that's enough gear talk i think um anything so it's interesting you know as we talk about gear um because so yesterday i went on this musical journey um YouTube. Uh, 2 I'm a fan of YouTube. That's not a mystery. Um, U2.com is streaming their 2005 Vertigo uh, tour. Three
0: six, that's a 360 one? No. no. This is before 360. Oh, okay. This
1: is 2005 in Chicago. And um, and then later, later in the evening, I watched um, the Pop Festival, which was 97. And then after that, I watched... Um, The Elevation Tour, which was 2001. So I went, I jumped from the, not the most recent, and then went to the back, and then I came back to the middle. But what I was really intrigued by was the camera experience. Mm -hmm. The visual capture. Yeah. They've always been very good at that. But the visual capture in 97, because the technology wasn't there. Sure. I mean, it... It, it, it was night and day difference between that and vertigo that and, and even just four short years later for the um, elevation right but here the the show that they broadcast or that they filmed in elevation was in Boston, June of 2001 in Boston. And uh, apparently what happened though was NBC paid for all the cameras and and some of the lighting. Because they live simulcast during the NBA Finals um, a couple to compete of, with the no so so this show was happening yeah YouTube was already going to film okay NBC approached them and worked out a deal to make sure they had broadcast cameras okay so they had their, their camera level was significantly bigger because NBC was footing the bill sure. And in in exchange, they were allowed to simulcast live stream, you know, a couple of songs during the halftime of the the, uh, NBA final game that night, which was like uh, the June fifth or sixth of two thousand one. Anyway, super cool. And then, but you notice that um, the camera quality there and the camera quality for Vertigo was significantly sharper. Yeah, and you just see the visual progression, Mm -hmm. Um, and then you notice the shots too. Right, it's not just the gear and the lensing and the and the cameras and the sensors, but it's also. the, the types of shots that they're able to get yeah. because of the develop, the jib development and, you know, the cable cam. Yeah, because things and got the, cheaper and, as time progresses, yeah. Um, and as those cameras got smaller and lighter, yeah, they right. were able to do different things with them yeah. that they weren't doing before. So it was really cool to, to kind of watch that experience.
0: It's funny looking back at it. On the like,
1: back of the screen. Yeah, yeah. With,
0: with what you're talking about, it's funny because this just goes to show that, like, film is still king. Because Rattle and Hum was '88, yeah, and that looks amazing. Well, they on filmed Blu-ray. it in
1: '87.
0: Well, it, regardless, yeah. it's it's shot on film. Yeah, I'm and in that.
1: By the way, really?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Uh, but there's yeah,
1: a, they do a flyover at Sun Devil, Sun Devil Stadium of the stadium, and when the helicopter flies over, you you see towards towards the top. There's this big white U2 flag, that's me and my three buddies. That's funny. Yeah. Wow. You can't see it. I mean, we're super yeah, tiny on screen, you, but you like, was, that's You us! and 100,000 other people. <laughs> like, hey, right? that's me right there. <laughs> I bet
0: you could see it now on the Blu-ray.
1: Um, I don't know, probably. Yeah, I'll have I, to pull it up
0: and see yeah. if I can spot you. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's just film scans totally different than, you yeah. know, uh, 2001 and, and Vertigo was probably HD cam. Or yeah. if that, yeah. like, so yeah. that, that whatever they captured was that was as high quality as it ever was going to be. Yeah, there's no upscaling that really. Right. Um, but film scans, if you have the original, yeah,
1: you can do digital reprints Yeah, yeah. So
0: uh, you scan them in at a higher resolution, 4K. I'm sure we'll eventually see a 4K rattle and hum release, which but,
1: you know, which is um, kind of one of my my favorite film experiences was um, watching Chinatown. Which was oh, shot yeah. in like seventy three or seventy four? Um, Jack Nicholson. Yep. And um, amazing film. Even today. Sure. Like oh my gosh, the writing in it, the twists is just. It's just y- directed by a terrible person, but that's yeah beside the point. Yeah. Well, I mean, it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even get into that. Yeah. And that's a whole another rabbit hole. But. um, the experience was awesome, not just because Jack Nicholson came down the aisle and shook my hand. Um, that was cool too, but it was it was cool to see it was a brand new digital reprint from the original film. Oh yeah, right. And and watching it, and it was my first time seeing it, so um, it was it was like a great experience all the way around. And I was like, Oh, this is cool. And I do. And that's one of the things I do appreciate about what Ampus is doing yeah. with, um, you know, the archiving and film and restoration, film and, restoration, and yeah. that type of thing.
0: And is it weird that I kind of wigged out when you said he you shook your hand? That's the world we live in now. I was like, Oh, you his hand? Oh, <laughs> no, this don't touch I mean- hands. <laughs> what are you doing?
1: It was the only time I, I mean, I've met a lot of people, yeah. um, a lot of very Brag famous, and, but that's the only time that I kind of got starstruck. It Jack was, was I was like,
0: oh. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but it was cool. It was cool.
0: Yeah, because one of your favorites, if not your favorite movie, is One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Which, by the way, if you haven't seen that, go watch that. Yes. Um, it is an incredible film. That was after Chinatown. I believe so, yeah. Because he's 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 quite a bit older in one. Floor y- Cuckoo's yeah, Nest. Um, he, that's got to be 80s.
1: No, I don't think so. Um, so I could be wrong on the date. So I'm going to look that up right now. Um, so Chinatown, Chinatown was 1974,
0: and oh wow, Cuckoo's Nest was 75.
1: Yeah, so that was the next Jeez, year. Jeez, I was thinking it was like
0: 10 years later. He just looks so.
1: I feel like he looks so much younger in Chinatown. He does. Yeah. Which is, that's weird, but he does look a lot younger and yeah. I, and it's probably, you know, um, they want him to look, the character needed to be more haggard. And yeah, that that's true. So, yeah. you know, right. The magic of the MUA. Well, uh, let's talk about what we've been watching. Huh? You been watching anything yeah. f- worth talking about? Well, besides the U2 shows, um, uh, and I can talk about that for, you know, episodes. Um, but uh, let's not. Let's not. I'm gonna pull up my notes.
0: Okay. Uh, speaking of old things, Chinatown style. Uh, I started. We started watching Perry Mason. <laughs> you did. Well, no, you're you're Wait. thinking 1980s or 90s yeah, Perry, 80s Mason. Perry, Perry Mason. Uh, yeah, Perry Mason. No, this is a new Perry Mason that is on oh, HBO. So it's not Perry
1: Mason. Then it's, it's, is, is it Junior or something it's or Junior junior? <laughs> it's junior. You're a Junior juifus. Junior.
0: <laughs> I don't want to call you so many bad words right now.
1: It <laughs> wouldn't be the first time. Um, no, it's uh,
0: it's a new. It's, I guess you would call it a reboot, mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, the one from the '90s is a reboot from the '40s, right? and which is also yeah. a reboot yeah. or a television televised version of the books. So, yeah, uh, shut your mouth. But um,
1: no, it's a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that it's would be the only very thing we boring. have to
0: do is yeah. Uh, but no, it's on it's on HBO and it's produced by your boy. And his wife, the Downies.
1: Oh, are you serious? Our executive
0: producers on it. Oh, yeah. wow. And uh, it's week to week because it's HBO. And uh, it follows the murder of a, um, of a of an infant, unfortunately. But uh, it takes place in the 30s. Nope. It takes place in the... F- wait. <sighs> See, the 30s or 40s. I think it's the 30s because um, the Perry Mason was in World War One. Yeah. And... Uh, it's great, like it's really good. Um, cinematography is uh, it's not like insanely gorgeous or anything like that you know nothing like super memorable or um, crazy but the uh, the color grade they do this really nice balance of like it looks modern but also this you know 1930s sepia kind of look yeah um, that you associate with Noir. Um
1: well in the, in it so the first episode of Perry Mason and we're going back Raymond Burr days so this is the first iteration no, the it very is what, first 1957 57 and the final episode was 1966 Wow well, it's long, so long run for I, a show back then I I saw reruns I I was I grew up watching reruns in the 70s Yeah So um yeah crazy There was another one, I think, in the nineties, though, maybe. uh, Probably,
0: I mean, they rebooted everything in the nineties that wasn't already. But, uh, but, anyways, yeah, I think this is this is. Did you find your list of movies that and shows? Oh yeah, gosh, what are you doing?
1: You know, it's destroy. I'm down a different rabbit hole. Yes, I have seen quite a few things as per usual. Anyways, (laughs) I recommend Perry Mason. Moving on. Yeah, cool. It's on HBO every Sunday. Gonna have to watch that. You won't. I will. You didn't think I was going to watch Palm Springs, and I did. I didn't. Yeah. That's our feature presentation, by the way. Yeah. That and shared with the old guard. We don't have to make that the feature presentation. (laughs) I
0: suggested that... I suggested the Old Guard in Palm Springs as I was about to watch the Old Guard. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, ah, I should have just recommended Palm Springs.
1: <laughs> well, I had already watched the Old Guard when you sent that. So I was like, cool. I well, you want to talk about that, that real quick then? That's the first thing on my list. Let's talk about so, it then. So, uh, I'm a fan of Shirley's Throne. There is so nothing wrong with Shirley's Throne. No. Uh, um, there's, this, there's a grittiness to her. Yeah. Um, ob- obviously, she's attractive, but. There's this... I don't know. Have you
0: seen monsters?
1: <laughs> no, I haven't. But
0: it's funny how ugly she can look. If I mean, well, you sorry. Know. That that's that's really yeah. demeaning. That was, yeah. But, wow. <laughs> uh, but that's the that's the intent of that character, and that is to be right. just despicable. Yeah. yeah but no.
1: Um, total. I'm a fan, um, and there, it was an interesting idea. I, I like the idea of yeah. of what it was
0: um you uh, can i give a quick synopsis yes all right please. so um the old guard uh which is based off of a comic book i found out mm-hmm. uh is about <sighs> i'm just trying to think of the easiest <laughs> is this, way is the
1: psy a part well, of the synopsis
0: <laughs> kind of because oh, i'm trying no. to think of a way to say this without it just being without me just going it's highlander
1: oh yeah yeah okay uh the, yeah. the whole thing is highlander basically it's, yeah
0: because what happens in highlander is you have this group of immortals but i loved highlander there's nothing wrong kid. with highlander it's cheesy i fun. mean it's
1: sword play it's errol flynn it's you know it is a lot of errol uh, flynn yeah. you know sean connery and sean connery doing errol flynn yeah which is, you know and then right. what's his name uh, Clancy Brown is yeah. the Kurgan, and yeah, I mean yeah. it's great. It it's is. Great. I,
0: I I grew up loving Highlander. Yeah, um, this is basically the same premise. So you have a group of immortals, and there's a set group of them, and um, they cannot die until they can. Yeah. Um,
1: and but then when a it's new their time, it seemed like it was. They it's don't random, and they don't know. It's how completely Highlander, random, which
0: yeah. is, which is kind of. I guess a cool element yeah, when it's done correctly, mm-hmm. but I didn't ever get that, um, that sense of like um, danger, even though they introduced that it's like, well, I know Charlize Theron's probably going to lose her power. Right. Oh yeah. Spoilers for the old guard. Um, it happens in the first like. We're 30 supposed minutes. to
1: give spoiler alerts well, before we, you do that. I don't care we, anymore. Everyone's. We, I haven't done this. a spoiler in a long time. I kind of. I
0: want to kind you of. You can do it, do it for it. Palm Springs because there's a big spoiler okay, in yeah, Palm Springs for sure. Okay. Um, but yeah, she, she loses it. Um, at the loses same,
1: it meaning losing her her immortal immortality. Power, yeah, you
0: know? and uh, it have it coincides with another new person gaining their power, which is very Highlander where as soon as there's a new immortal um the old immortals can sense it and they understand or they know that there's another immortal and all anyways. and
1: hence the battle ensues and somebody's got yeah which lose is their that that's the yeah. biggest
0: difference here is that <laughs> highlander is um it's immortals versus immortals to be the last one and that's where the yeah. whole phrase if you didn't know before um the phrase there can be only one comes mm-hmm. from that movie right. um series and this though they're their buddies they're all friends yeah um, they're like a squad they're the guard yeah they're but the what, old guard but what are they guarding
1: um they're you know trying apparently humanity? They didn't know
0: apparently they didn't know that they were guarding humanity
1: well apparently she did and it was kind of a discovery for everybody else except the guy that yeah hired them well she
0: didn't even know the the footprint that she was leaving that was the whole point right, of the yeah. end, you not,
1: know. Not the, not the. I mean, yeah. And I think that's the humanity part of it, though. Sure. Right. I mean, that's the, because we can't relate to the immortal part of it, because no. everybody has their mortality. But uh, we never really know the extent of, of yeah, the ripple effects that you of, leave. Yeah, yeah. Right. The butterfly effects yeah. of the actions that we do, and right. so I, I think that was kind of cool. It's it's done it's done well. I mean, I
0: think it, I don't think it's a terrible Netflix movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a yeah, lot. There's a
1: lot of hesitation in your voice. Well, it's because I'm, I'm, and it, it, I liked it. I'm going to just come right out and say it. I I thought it was great. I liked it. I thought the the storyline was good. It was intriguing. Yes, it, I didn't think about the fact that it was Highlander. Ish. It just seems super yeah. basic
0: to me. That was my. It was very surface level of as a story. There wasn't a whole lot going on aside from we yeah. have to go and kill Mark Zuckerberg. Basically, <laughs> right? You yeah. know. Um, yeah. That. I mean, that, that's pretty much the whole plot. Is like, um, you know, yeah. tech company wants or pharmaceutical company wants to lab yeah, rat testes. pharma wants some, yeah. Yeah, for immortality, of yeah. their on and then we got to go save our own people. And that's pretty much the whole story.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that, I get that. But it was still, it was a night, I I felt like it was a f- refreshing new approach. Hmm. Even though it wasn't new. Because it's so hard to have a truly new approach. Yeah, But um, to me, it felt refreshing other than um, You know your standard action movie or whatnot. Yeah, interesting. Now, but so l- let me also asterisk that with I'm I'm also uh, contrasting that with Warrior Nun, you know, oh, and stuff. So there's other shows that I've also been too too bored to not watch right
0: (laughs) so you know well that was the problem i had with um what was this movie called oh gosh the old guard um i thought it was kind of boring it's it's a lot slower than i anticipated and the action scenes when there are action scenes um i don't know it just felt very the fight scenes were you didn't like them? no i thought they were boring i thought they were shot pretty plainly and boring oh, as far
1: as the way they were shot. No, I
0: mean just in general. The like, choreography in the nah, fight No, I thought the choreography in... was pretty lame as well. Wow. It's not it's not Iron Fist lame, but it's like mm.
1: I I th- I mean it's definitely not Jason Bourne well, or not, John Wick for well, sure, let's, let's but talk it, about I, that I did like the choreography on the fighting. I thought there were some unique um be, you know, as far as judo and jiu-jitsu type throws that they did. Um, I thought were it was a creative. I guess it just felt like
0: everyone is kind of looking to John Wick now. It's it's ironically, um, yeah. It's it's that, the Matrix yeah. problem. Yeah. Um, is that you have this this fighting style and this cinematography style for an action movie that John Wick has? Um, I mean, r- r- raised re- the bar. Yeah. And regardless said it of how really you high. think, it, it's pretty much perfected that style. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's engaging and entertaining and, um, it's shot in a way that's like, you know what's happening, but you're also like a little stressed out about it. Yeah. There's the anxiety, anxiety to it. Um, this, I was never like, uh, maybe it's because I knew that they weren't going to die. And so that kind of takes away some of the, Mm. um, the the risk you know and, right yeah and because it's like well I mean
1: you're like you know the characters are gonna survive they're, yeah. they're gonna get through it
0: where's the risk if if there is no I mean
1: you know the initial trap and they all get totally lit up and then they get I mean that wasn't the thing well then that,
0: that ruined that was ruined to me by because it opens with that right and I, I can't remember we were watching something else. Oh it was it was extraction which I have the same yeah, problem yeah. with where that yeah. just feels like John Wick wannabe in and- it opens with him on the bridge and i'm like well i know where this movie's goes i don't have any i have no stakes in caring about this now right yeah and so this opens with granted it's not the same thing it doesn't open with the last scene it opens with the scene that it kind of leads into which it kind of
1: tells the story of the the immortality a little bit
0: yeah Yeah. and it gets in and then it comes back to that scene but it's maybe five minutes later it just it's a weird edit that i didn't really care for but that i mean that that's splitting hair like i don't i don't that doesn't make or break the movie for me. It it definitely ruined extraction for me, I think. Yeah. Um, but this was, it it was fine. Um,
1: it's fine. It's fine.
0: (laughs) I overall, I just, I don't know. I kind of, it was, uh, when we were watching it, my wife and I, I went and talked to my wife and I was like, I think what, what the problem is, is that all the set pieces were in kind of like these wide open rooms Mm. except for one where she's in like this glass bridge hallway right, type of yeah. thing. And she's fighting mm-hmm. a guy that's like twice her size. and um, Which, by the way, stop doing that trope. Like yeah. I, I'm so sick of the the giant trope. The yeah yeah the, the the little David person, and Goliath yeah the thing, David Goliath yeah. like stop mm-hmm. doing it. We, it's a joke from the 90s. Yeah, over. It's,
1: well it's the trope from David and Goliath. I mean, well, I mean you're talking all, yeah you know, two thousand years of Sure, twenty five hundred years like old. Every <laughs>
0: action movie in the 90s had it. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah. it, I mean,
1: you know that story's never going to go away. Yeah, yeah so. probably not. Sorry. <laughs> um, but I yeah I know
0: I just it was these wide open rooms. Um, they're shot well to the point where, like, I understand what's happening. It's not it's not Paul Greengrass, like, um, who, if you don't know who Paul Greengrass is, he directed um, The Barn 2, 3, and 5, mm. and that's the shaky cam. Yeah, yeah. Ones where, like, you, you kind of can't really tell what's going on because what they're doing is instead of...
1: They're putting you in the fight, I basically. guess so, yeah. yeah,
0: but the way I, I always kind of looked at it was, like, they're hiding the fact that these two actors aren't actually like martial arts experts or anything, because if you look at the eighties and the nineties, you actually, when you had these action movies, you had martial arts people or people that were trained in that. You have,
1: you have stunt people that are stand-ins. And so instead of doing that, they
0: just shake the camera and they get up close with, you know, they're like in a 50 millimeter and you can't even, all you see is just like face, 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 arm punch. Uh, But these, like, they're framed well. That's what John Wick Wick works so well, um, is it's framed well. But I noticed that, like, all the set pieces, whenever there is a fight, is these big open rooms, lots of space. Mm -hmm. And I think that took away from the, like, the direness or the extreme, like, situation of it. Oh, yeah. Because if it was in a more enclosed... setting didn't... fit the story well it wasn't claustrophobic yeah enough. Yeah, yeah so i never i yeah. never once felt i was and like it, well they could just run over there and, and it fine. might
1: not just be the setting it could be also the lens choice right yeah, yeah they could have maybe it, it, went in a little bit closer yeah use a choice. 50 instead of a 35 it, or, yeah, yeah or, or you know, even a
0: 40 instead yeah. of a 35 like yeah. just give me a little bit or just move yeah. a little bit closer um that was kind of my thing with it because i was thinking i was like you know in all the john wick Stuff which yeah we're bringing up John Wick because it's the freaking masterclass of of fight choreography cinematography right now yeah for sure um all of that stuff is like hallway or if it's not in a hallway it's it's using a set that makes you feel like you have walls all around you
1: yeah and I mean so- except the except the scene in in John Wick three when him and Halle Berry's character are fighting all those different guys that are coming at them from all the different space. But that's that's different though because you have them coming from
0: all around. It's Horde style. Yeah. So you have them coming from everywhere. So you never know where the danger is coming from. Whereas this one, it always felt like it was kind of like one versus one. Yeah. There's a group of, they're, they're a group of five, and there was never like 30 guys coming at them once. There was at most maybe 10. Yeah. And so it was like and they would it was headshot every time <laughs> yeah, and I understand yeah. they're hundreds of years old But guns haven't been around long enough for every single one of them to be headshot masters like yeah headshots don't happen that often in real life
1: right and they and they had you know it was because it, it was interesting when they first dropped and they're carrying these old school weapons
0: yeah swords and an axe yeah and and yeah. Uh,
1: and, and that was intriguing at first it was like because you didn't know they were immortal at this point they're they're making this call They're some kind of elite hit squad you, yeah you you get that but you don't you, you, uh and and i was a little disappointed that there wasn't more. I mean, in in Charlie's character does utilize those in a couple of the fights, but I, I think they were underutilized. Yeah, I agree. I, I I think that they they could have been a lot more creative with the weaponry and the yeah. use of that in the in that QR. I think
0: what hurts the story of these characters to me in like that situation is that they basically can die normal as if they weren't immortal, and then they just like kind of reboot in a way Um, if you made them to where they could kind of get just loaded with lead and they could still kind of come at you, then you could utilize the, the, the melee weapons more. Right. Yeah. You know, they could take a gunshot to the head and keep going yeah. it just kind of slows them down a little bit. Then that might've made it a little bit more exciting to use those melee weapons. But if you can just walk up and just pop them in the head and, and then they they fall. And then 15 seconds later, they're back. Like that kind of, I don't know. It slows it down. Yeah. It slows the action down to me. Uh, anyways, I just, I thought it was pretty, I'm sorry. I mean, I know you sound like you liked it, but I, I just thought it was kind of boring and it could, it had a lot of potential.
1: Yeah, like there's a lot of really great ideas in could, there. It could have been better. I, I agree with you there. But Charlie's Throne
0: gives 110% on yeah, it. She's yeah, great. Um, yeah. If you got nothing else to watch, yeah. uh, I, I think it's better than Extraction. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. And Absolutely I, better. I didn't, um, I didn't see six underground, but I guarantee you, it's better than six underground.
1: Okay, f- four out of, uh, or how many stars out of five? Ooh, uh, we doing a star rating system? I'm now? just throwing that out Whoa. there. Whoa, uh, out of five, right? Or do you want to do like ten out of ten? Uh, st-
0: I don't like, I don't like stars. How many should we do? Should we do four? Uh, Two snaps up in a circle? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> out of four. Uh, out of five out of, out of okay out of five ssds or you can do <laughs> yeah out of five out, sd cards out of
1: 5k oh oh okay how many k's Since this is the game well that gets
0: sketchy uh around out of 12k
1: th- let's make it out of 12k yeah but how many can, k's can, from you
0: gotta rank it from 4 to 12k though you can't go any lower than 4k well, i don't you want can, to you no do, 3k buddy
1: no it's 2k 4k 6k oh, okay. 8k or 12k
0: uh, wait, how does the scale work though? Because the higher the K, the more ridiculous it is.
1: Is uh, is I the mean, higher the K actually worse? No, the higher the K is better. Mm, I don't. Know I mean, unless like we want a fl- system. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> mm. uh, we can flip it on its head, and the, the higher the K, the yeah, worse it is. Yeah. So we'll go. We'll go up to
0: 24 K.
1: Okay. So twenty four K is bad. Twenty four K is bad. Yeah. Okay. Um. This is.
0: Oh, you're good. 24k is bad 24k is bad 2k is great 2k is the best 2k okay. is i can play that on any system i own yeah, yeah. my <laughs> uh my sega genesis is okay with that <laughs> <It's> um <funny. laughs> i can edit it on any laptop right. there was yeah uh I, I would give this a this is mm, this is an 8k wow
1: 8k yeah no it's not middle of the road but it's not yeah I'm it's a, a gonna, little better than middle of the road i'd I probably go 6k all right. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go 6K.
0: This is going to be a really confusing rating it is. system.
1: Is there, be, what is that? Yeah. Wait, which, can, which way is it? Can we make an infographic? Well, it's like the DEF CONs. The maybe. lower the number, the worse it is. <laughs> I think maybe an infographic is coming yeah. soon yeah. to our Instagram That'll page. probably be our, our
0: cover <laughs> cover head header on our Instagram and Twitter.
1: Uh, our rating system. New rating system. Yeah. 24K.
0: Um. So what else did you What else did you watch though? Because oh, yeah, because we spent about a lot of
1: time on Old Guard that we probably well, didn't this, want to. <laughs> yeah, we did. Um so, just hit me hit me with some fast ones. So I've I've been watching. You know, I'm still because my wife's book just dropped. So super Shameless excited plug. about that. Yeah, um, beautiful tragedy on Amazon. Um, both paperback and Kindle trending and number one bestseller on Amazon. Journey number one bestseller in like five or six different categories. Which wow, is fantastic! That's great. Um, And, uh, you know, it's it's, there's some degree of memoir on the experience of, you know, our loss that we walked through last year. Um, But, you know, we're trying to we're trying to steward that suffering in a in a good way to help others. Um, um, And so I, I, I try to do. A lot of research. So I watch a lot of documentary style stuff on Netflix in regards to pharmaceuticals and drugs and stuff like that. And there's plenty of that on there. Yeah. So Drugs Inc., um, The Business of Drugs, been uh, watching those. Okay, hang on. Is
0: The Business of Drugs the one that's up in
1: it's Utah training or whatever and well, it's like
0: a it's like a lawless town
1: no so the business of drugs basically is episodic series that covers the economic oh, the economics okay. of of the diff, of different types of yeah. drugs from the manufacturing and and they try to take you know the the morality the 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 juxtaposition of the morality issues mm-hmm. around it. And they, they're just talking about the economics behind it. Right. Um, legalizing it. How does that impact the economics, um, or the, the, the banning of it and, and the different schedule numbers that the government issues oh, and right. how that impacts.
0: Yeah, and that's all I completely mean, ran by the pharmaceuticals, basically by lobbying. And yeah, so there yeah. is, so
1: it's interesting, you know, and, and, so because of the loss, our loss was, you know, our, our, our son was succumbed to an accidental overdose, um, and it was an opioid overdose. And so, you know, we're, we're trying to help fight those battles. And so that's part of what I spent time watching. So I can learn, I want to learn about what's sure. really going on out there. Understandable. Um, you know, and I also want to learn what's going on out there. So I know how to protect my daughters mm-hmm. in, in a, in a good mm-hmm. way. Um, and be aware and be mindful of of when we're out and what it, what to look for yeah so, um uh I, m- I mentioned with shame warrior none <laughs> not not going to give any more yeah. time to that and but the other one i am excited about is down to earth with Zach Efron. oh yeah, so i was um the and and then other than our feature mm-hmm. um that's all I've watched. But the down to earth with Zach Efron was really, you know, it's kind of like an Anthony Bourdain, but also approaching what different people and engineers and smart in com- yeah, right, countries yeah. around the world mm-hmm. are approaching different normal life issues like energy right. and housing and, you know, food supply mm-hmm. and those types of things. And um, the first couple of episodes, I'm like, I'm all in. Yeah. I'm all it's, great. It's, it's
0: a really interesting I, I had no idea the premise of it i just yeah. assumed it was him running around eating food or something right um but each location that they go to yeah they find something that that um town or city or village or whatever is doing to combat climate change or right. yep. to um, better feed their area because it's a you know it's a it's a Food dead zone or something, you know, right. or a vegetable dead zone or healthy food dead zone, um and yeah, it, it, it's really it's really interesting and it's super like laid back,
1: yeah. None is and not- it's shot well, yeah, it is. it is. It's shot super good, yeah, like, it's pretty good. I mean, um, I was like, dude, it's the dialogue is it feels conversational, right? And um, it doesn't feel forced, mm-hmm. it, and it just draws you in, and you, you're on the journey with them, yeah. and and it it really gets you thinking. Right, it's good. Yeah, it's uh, Zach Efron,
0: and then I, I the other guy's name escapes me, but he's like a health. Um, I don't want to say yeah, guru because he, like he's he like would, an actual professional. Well, but he's a
1: vegan. He's like a vegan guru. That's how. That's how he gets. Yeah. That's how Zach introduces he, him. he
0: literally wrote like. A book about you know being vegan and um, helping combat certain things by being vegan and all this stuff and it's interesting because there is a dynamic there between the two of them because Efron is not vegan
1: yeah Darren Olean
0: yeah and um, who is also an executive producer on on the show so yeah uh, yeah I mean I guess you know just there is a little bit of like a uh, you know a message that they're trying to get across but at the same time it never really kind of, it never really came across as like punching you over the head or treating you like you're stupid. It really just was more of like, I'm going to, we're going to shine a light on what this town is doing right. or this person is doing. And yeah, I really, I really appreciate it. And
1: we, we went yeah. through it
0: in like a Sunday afternoon, a couple of weeks ago. The yeah. whole series. Yeah. The whole thing. And yeah. Was, see, I haven't, I haven't, yeah. I've got
1: the first two and I'm eager to yeah. watch the rest.
0: It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, you know, there's there is a couple things where I'm like, oh, that's a little mm, not not witch doctory, but you know what I mean. Like it's <laughs> a little uh, astro- astrologist, uh, but <laughs> that whatever. Uh, it's it's more comes from the, um, the the vegan guy than Zac Efron, but Zac Efron yeah. has no problem like kind of ribbing him about it, and, uh, and
1: yeah, you know. the banter they have some funny like yeah. some back and forth, which is cool. Yeah,
0: <laughs> uh, I watched this um, Korean film. Because uh, Koreans are just making all the best stuff.
1: They are on fire right now. Yeah. Uh,
0: called Train to Busan. Um, so it's a zombie flick from mm. uh, 2016. Okay. And uh, it's directed by a gentleman named Sang Ho Young.
1: hmm
0: And um, there's a sequel to it coming out called...
1: Um, Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer. piercer. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny though because you, you brought up train that's immediate right. in 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 korean film i know that's immediately where i went the
0: whole movie the whole movie basically takes place on a train so mm-hmm. it, not entirely different than than snowpiercer but yeah it's funny we were watching it and my wife goes this is the prequel to snowpiercer <laughs> perhaps um anyways it's a really good modern zombie movie um a lot of really great ideas uh, really great acting. The set pieces are great with the train and then they come off the train every once in a while when they get to a stop. Uh, so then stuff happens off the train, um, at that station and they have to get back on the train. You know, it's, it's, it's really good. It's on Amazon prime. Um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, I've been meaning to check it out for years and I just, I haven't gotten around to it. So I was really happy to check it out and, uh, it's very good. I definitely recommend it. Um, and don't watch it dubbed, watch it subbed. All right. Have some respect. (laughs) um,
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think dude, I I don't mind watching subtitles. No, you I shouldn't. don't, and no I don't know. Should. I don't know why people have problem I don't with that. Know. I yeah. mean, is that is that really a thing? I mean, it's, seriously, I think it's
0: because we're in this world where people want to be on multiple devices at the same time, and so to read, it's it's. I will admit, it is one reason. that Like, I, stop doing that. Well, stop I know. Stop with
1: the multitasking on the multi. No, you're not wrong. Trying to input ten different things into your brain. It's the like problem.
0: Focus. Though. That's the problem I have, and I'm I'm totally guilty of it. And it's the reason why I haven't gotten into Money Heist, is because I do want to be respectful. And watch actually watch that in subtitle. Yeah, it's great. Um, but at the same time, it's like uh, it's a little daunting to be like I need to get through when four you, seasons of this. When you
1: start, it seems daunting until you I know w- watch the yeah. just w- you, and then you're like, oh, right. And you know what's going to happen? The next three episodes, we're going to be talking about Money Heist, yeah, and it's great. Right. And I have no problem. And I'll go back and watch it again. All right. Like it's All right. that good. Yeah, I'll start. I'll, I'll start. <laughs> I'll try and start this weekend. We're running come out on, of other things to watch. anyway. you text me a movie, and I watch it immediately.
0: That's true. I guess I own owe you, Money Heist.
1: I mean, come on. You're not. I mean, anyway. And I don't want to overhype it, but dude, there's there's a there's like this whole subculture of like, like it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, they got Funko Pops. They must be doing something right. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else you've been watching?
1: Well, like I said, you text me and I, I watched and I watched
0: mm-hmm. Palm Springs. Andy Sandberg's
1: Palm Springs. Now on here's the funny thing, because you texted to me and you described it, and I was like. Oh wait, I think I saw the trailer, or I at least I'd seen the thumbnail of him sitting in the pool, of of him sitting on the pool, him and the girl in like donuts or whatever sitting on the pool, and I was like, yeah, I'm like, uh, I wasn't intrigued enough, no, and I hadn't heard enough about it to click and watch, and it. Barely looks like something that I would enjoy. Yeah,
0: because I cannot stand that like Saturday Night Live humor,
1: for right, the most yeah, part. Yeah,
0: um, of like like it's the same reason I haven't watched Eurovision. I cannot stand Will Ferrell. I cannot I d- stand. I Will love
1: Ferrell. Will Ferrell, but I, I I after watching the trailer for Eurovision, like, I I couldn't bring myself to click it. Him doing a really bad fake Swedish accent in the whole movie. Uh, <laughs>
0: anyways, yeah, I'm not gonna watch it, but. Uh this though I how do we talk about this because th- this is a movie that is best done going in completely cold and having absolutely no idea what it's about.
1: Well this is like a cross between Groundhog Day. Well that kind of ruins and, it right there. And and and, and <laughs> um Hangover. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's not as stupid as the Hangover. It's not
1: no, it's no, okay. It's actually
0: really smartly written.
1: It, it's really smartly it, it written. It doesn't treat and the audience
0: like they're stupid. No, it doesn't. And, 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 uh, and
1: the way that, that they unfold the story yeah, yeah. is done so well. I, I'm like, because, you know. Everyone's seen there, Groundhog there's, Day. There's some raw, yeah. but, there, but there's some, you know, there there's some. Yeah. There, it's, very, it's, it's rated R. There's adult themes, and I got you know, a 13 year old in the house. So I get apprehensive when there's suggestive, mm. there wasn't any nudity in it, nudity in it, but there's suggestive yeah, sexuality in it. The and opening so, scene, yeah. And so when it comes out of the gate with that, like for example, Wolf of wall street comes out of the gate ah, like that. And I, I immediately turn off. Yeah, I've not seen Wolf of wall street because of that. Now I'll probably go back at some point and get over myself and watch it. But, um, I've got my 13 year old walking in and out of the kitchen past the TV and um, and she's my movie buddy. So if there's a movie on, she wants to sit down and watch it. I probably would have said, OK. Yeah. Um, but anyway, just to frame that that scene for you. But wow. Wow. It was re- it was so well yeah. done. I mean, it was just. I knew
0: the premise just, going into I, and it, and I didn't. Right, I, it was completely And I was blind. like, "Oh, bummer." I, uh, I, I do kind of wish that I didn't know anything about it, uh, which you've now been spoiled if you didn't know anything
1: about oh, it. Oh yeah, I, can I do the spoiler alert? Well, not I, we're the not the spoilers yet. yet. But what, <laughs> what I wanted to say
0: was, um, I you know, I knew knowing the premise and that it is Groundhog Day esque, basically. And I had I have seen Groundhog Day a hundred times. And then also there's these there's these two other movies called uh uh Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day to You. Right, yeah. Which are the same yeah, premises. Same as idea, well. yeah. Um yeah. I I didn't think about that. Yeah, I hadn't
1: seen those, but yeah.
0: I was like, how are you gonna do this in a new light? Because I've basically seen it now in three different ways. How do you make it different? And they open it in so smart how you're already in it like he's he's already been doing this basically for like years he's been stuck in this for and ed- i mean i got the idea that it had been years that he's been doing this Yeah,
1: decades almost yeah it felt like right
0: yeah. and so um that to me was like okay this yeah introduce it don't ex- don't don't ham fist the story to us don't yeah don't like Don't prance around it. Just jump us into the middle of it. He's already been doing this. He knows exactly what's going to happen. And he's reliving this day over and over and over again. And then uh, we find out why he's reliving it over and over again. And somebody else gets sucked into the why. (laughs) And now there's, well, three people, maybe four people Uh in this time loop. uh, And uh, now it... Yeah, we're going to talk about it. Go ahead and give your spoiler warning.
1: Okay. If you haven't seen Palm Springs yet, this is your spoiler warning.
0: Whoop, whoop, whoop.
1: Spoilers ahead for the movie Palm Springs. If you haven't seen Palm Springs yet, stop this podcast. Unless you want it spoiled for you, go watch it and then come back and finish the podcast. You have been forewarned. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Okay. Um... (laughs) J.K. Simmons is hilarious. Yes,
0: dude. J- and him I, out I of nowhere, him. too. <laughs> shoots dude, him with the Roy, arrow. He's like, yeah. oh, no. shoots run. him with the arrow and he goes, oh, st- seriously, Roy? <laughs> That's
1: so great, yeah. And I was like, I thought he was going to pass out from some kind of like poison or something. Yeah, right. And he just kind of keeps running and he pulls the arrow out. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, Roy's he gets not. shot again. I'm like, Roy's yeah. really not doing that great of right. a job. Like, right. <laughs>
0: The premise of that is so it's so funny because it's like I got serious um, like kind of like Jim Carrey vibes uh-huh. from that stuff. Yeah, where you know like in Ace Ventura yeah. he gets shot in the legs with the spear or hitting the legs with the spears and with the the tribe that he's, he's oh, hanging out right, with right, or right, whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah, I got the same vibe from that. <laughs> I totally forgot that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, which by the way, Ace Ventura is on Netflix. Check it out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but J.K. Simmons uh, as this man that accidentally got thrusted into uh cave, well, cave lava well i mean <laughs>
1: andy's character yeah andy, was, uh, andy he kind of i mean yes they were niles. they were stoned and and, and drunk but oh yeah they were on <laughs> and like, he, everything
2: he, he, he and he was kind of like baited convinces him. him to walk he into totally it
1: totally baited because him because at this point andy
0: Sandberg's character which is niles um he he had already been doing it Though, right for yeah. a while yeah and uh so then by this time he was like yeah just man yeah, it's fine just walk in he's like stone out of yeah, his he's mind just, and all your
1: ancestors are in there yeah, all and your and yeah. the answers to every question yeah. you've ever had and, yeah. and then he goes they're not the same right <laughs> like yeah oh, what does <laughs> he, he say because he asked if they're ancestors and he
0: says all your I can't remember what he says. But yeah. it's a really funny it line. Is, though. It is funny. Um, so now J.K. Simmons is stuck in this time loop too. But yeah. luckily for Andy Sanberry's character, he wakes up in a different. He wakes up in Irvine uh, every morning instead of right. at Palm Springs right. with him. So he has to drive down to kill him. And um, well,
1: but he so, but he's a guest at that wedding,
0: right? He's the uncle or something. Yeah.
1: So he's going to the wedding. He's going to the wedding. Anyways, every, he's so. so he
0: has to every time for the loop. <laughs> Uh, but every time he shows up, he tries to kill right. Andy Samberg because yeah. the premise is that he that J.K. Simmons thinks that to get out of the loop, he has to get revenge for yeah. Andy Sandberg doing it in the first yeah. place. Um, and then uh, the other character is uh, is Sarah, played by Kristen Melody Mil- Melody, yeah. um, who is great in this. She
1: she d- really does a great job.
0: Um, and so then she gets. She follows him in after getting shot with arrows, and now she's stuck in the loop. No, yeah, thing. she and wasn't shot
1: with arrows. He was. No, sorry. And yeah. he's crawling back like, into <laughs> the thing. And he's telling her to stop. And, don't go in. And and well, and he gets shot with the arrow just after they're trying to get get busy. Yeah. And so she's like totally she's feeling the out. attraction to him, and then she's like, "What the hell's going on?" Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> and
0: then he's that's getting, a Harrow's great skating, scene where she's just he standing she there is, screaming, he's like, "What in the what? She's like, "What <laughs> the,
1: f- what the, f- what the?" F-. <laughs> like just
0: over and over again, and because as you're watching it, you're thinking the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah. You're um, like,
1: "What in the world?" And then he's he's running, and yeah. she and he and then Roy goes running past her, like has he doesn't, doesn't care about care her at all at all, and he. <laughs> And then he's like, Don't follow me and, and I mean, you yes, know. She does. She's she was like, Dude, you you were hurt. I'm trying to yeah. help you and now yeah. The other person
0: that is stuck in the time loop is Nana oh so after he gives the first yeah. best man speech or whatever yeah, not he, really the best man speech but the the, he, uh,
1: the maid of honor speech yeah, is the, what he gave right
0: <laughs> he gives the maid of honor speech and Which she says fantastic.
1: it was the best one she had ever heard well yeah she,
0: she goes been i've been anyway. to a lot of weddings and that was the best one i've ever heard and you don't think about anything about her oh, saying that at first that's interesting but then at the end yeah when um when Sarah she's is getting ready to Sarah, leave, yeah. she goes, Well, since I guess you won't be coming back anymore. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. Right. And um and my wife and I are like, Nana? What's <laughs> Nana doing? Like, where's Nana's exit? She's, she's been in it longer but than Niles has. Right. For, That's what perhaps. I'm thinking. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's funny though, because it never explains that. Right. And so now I've tweeted out the what about Nana hashtag. To Hulu and I didn't, I didn't get any response, but come on, let's get that going though. Yeah, let's get that. What about Nana? Okay, um, there, you've
1: heard it here first.
0: Yeah, and Nana's uh, in the
1: loop. She is. she's has yeah. to be.
0: Now she's the only one left, unless the loop is created. Okay, by here, Nana. He,
1: here's a random. Here's a here's a totally random thought that I had in a tweet that I made, and this was before I watched it. I was like, I'm using my brain to think about my brain, and I'm stuck in an infinite loop. Mind um, blown. Yes. <laughs> that hurts to think and, about. <laughs> and so I tweeted that. Like, I was half asleep when I thought about it, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's a good tweet. And I, 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 I picked up my phone, and I tweeted it out and went back to bed. And um, some people didn't appreciate it. They thought it was dumb. I, whatever. I just thought it was funny. And then, and then I watched Palm Springs. And I'm like, there's the infinite loop. Yeah, there's the, and then they're stuck, and then their minds blown. (laughs) Literally multiple times. Yeah, C four. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's good. It's really good. It's it's smartly written. It's shot beautifully. Like it's gorgeous. Um, Even though it's just desert and mountains, but like. It's shot, uh, it's shot interestingly, you know, especially like some of the low angle stuff when, when Isn't she it? first wakes up and she's throwing the beer cans in the pool and like, he's just in the bottom of the pool. Oh, that's It's great. almost like yeah, bullish. Like, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, that was shot great. well. Yeah. It was
1: cool. And he's like trying to dodge and like yeah. not get hit by the beer cans.
0: And then the deaths are, are, are pretty, you know, funny and, and, and
1: my favorite one was when he goes to Irvine. When he goes to oh, visit gets, Roy in and Irvine, he, he goes. Can and you tra- just shoot, yeah. can trashed. you just shoot me right now, and so so I, just, so I can avoid the traffic? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, it's <laughs> like, dude, that's hilarious. <laughs> it's really good. And J.K. Simmons going, Ev- everyone just needs their own Irvine. Right. Like, yeah. I'm like Irvine. Yeah. All yeah. right. Okay. Oh man. Um. But it's great. That's and then funny. the uh, the mid credits sequence is you know
1: yes at least I was like, so glad I didn't turn it off. I right. almost turned it off. It's like oh it's the credits and I was like. And then I got distracted by something. I was, yeah. And then I was like, "Oh."
0: Well, after they wake yeah. up, and and then they're at the house. And they're like, "Oh, I guess they come back November 10th. 10th. <laughs> uh, I was like, "Did they tell J.K. Simmons?" Like, and then they and then they have that that scene. Was yeah. like, Oh, okay, good. Because that would have been a that would have been a dick move right, to right, just leave right, him in there right, like forever yeah. and never would have figured it out. Yep.
1: Yeah. Which uh, which he was excited to learn that. There was a way out. Yeah,
0: right. I mean, he had made peace with being there, but, yeah. I mean, if you can go and live the rest of your life, you would. But
1: uh, um, but no but way. it was a very creative love story. Yeah. It was super creative. Mm-hmm. And and um, it's more of a mature uh, yeah.
0: rom-com than, yep, yep. I mean, because every time you think of a rom-com, you think of, you
1: know, uh, the, Harry Metz. Yeah, and The Holiday yeah. and all, you know, these
0: yeah. um, Notting yeah. Hill and all this stuff. Right, yeah. And it's... Um, I'm, granted the ones that we're listing are like classics but um, right, they're yeah. just a different style to so the sense of I mean very much the time of them but I pref- I appreciated this and uh, had a lot more respect for it because it was very uh, smart it was and smart and it treated the audience it with was,
1: respect it was unique yeah <laughs> the dinosaurs
0: <laughs> oh my like, gosh <laughs> they're tripping so hard okay but are they there because they're in the last shot too the drone shot after they it comes I, off the pool and then they're in the, the distance know, and I'm like So what does that mean?
1: Uh, I don't know. Are they Maybe a, the dinosaurs were stuck in the loop. And they and they blew up? And they and they've been stuck in that same loop the whole time. So they're in a second loop now? No, that that loop How did the dinosaurs get out of the loop? The dinosaurs don't get out of the loop. Then how are they in the final shot? Because it's Still a loop? There's this, Well, because Roy's still in the loop, even though Niles got out. Niles and Sarah are out. But the dinosaurs are in the last shot with Niles and Sarah after they've already gotten out of the loop. I know, except dinosaurs are in the loop. In the, in, the dinosaurs dinosaur frying dinosaur my loop. brain. <laughs> dinosaurs' loop is bigger. It, it's a longer loop.
0: <laughs> it goes to the November 10th.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's a two-day two loop.
0: <laughs> uh, it's great. Yeah. It's hilarious and um it is definitely not a Saturday Night Live skit. No. No, um, it, it's
1: not. It it you know um it's
0: also not like your typical Andy Sandberg Well, either. yeah.
1: So but Andy Sandberg's done like that magician one. There was that two magician one. Yeah. Um there was some kind of like oh, I don't they, know. It was a group of magicians but it was like a heist of some sort and hmm. Um, and I can't remember the name of it, but it was done really smartly. Um, and they did two films.
0: Oh, you're talking about the Now You See Me. Now You See Me. Yeah. Is he
1: in those? I think so. Isn't that him?
0: No, that's uh, that's the dude that played Lex Luthor in Batman vs Superman.
1: Mm, oh, okay. And, Maybe. and the
0: Social Network. That's who you're thinking, Jesse Eisenberg. Oh, Eisenberg. Wow, right, that's right. totally different person. Yeah. Andy Sandberg is yeah yeah is is, is hot rod. Right, which I watched for the first time the day after, and it that was the kind of humor I was right. expecting Palm Springs which, to be. Uh, uh, yeah, no. Um, I will say this: the so hot rod was surprisingly funny um, throughout most of it. There was only a little bit of that, like Saturday Night Live early 2000s humor, um, that I just can't stand. But uh, yeah. Anyways, um, let's see what are we talking about. So go watch uh, Palm Springs. The, go watch Palm Springs Palm on Springs. Hulu. Uh, Go watch the Old Guard on Netflix. Uh, Go watch uh, Traini Bassan on Amazon Prime. And Down to Earth with Zach Efron. And Down to Earth on
1: Zach Efron. Yeah,
0: on Zach, Zach Efron. (laughs) Uh, You see these the internet blowing up with like (laughs) Zach Efron uh, thick bod? No. Yeah, people were like, oh, because he's all
1: swole? Well, he's not. He's not like beefed
0: up. He's not like built like
1: a. Well, like he's not—he's not—he's not, he, he's not, he's not scrawny, um, high school musical Zach Efron anymore. Well, no. I mean, he's thirty-two years old.
0: Like right, he's but also—but if you've seen, have you seen The Neighbors mm. with uh, Seth Rogen? No, I haven't. Anyways, seen he's jacked in that movie. Oh, and this movie is more like, um, you know, uh, Bane in mm-hmm. Dark Knight Rises has yep. more of like just a menacing big muscle, mm-hmm. like an yeah. old school kind of like a boxer yeah yeah um Zac Efron looks kind of like that in this and so the internet was like oh thick Efron I'm like that's dude dude's super <laughs> healthy looking I don't know what you're talking about yeah, like yeah. <laughs> he he looks very healthy very fit and uh give the guy a break like
1: yeah. let him live man yeah just let him live yeah all, all right everybody got to say something closes out Eric and 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 lastly, don't forget to go watch The Bear with the Nunchucks.
0: What? Just give him the socials. I'll go check this bear with the nunchucks out. (laughs)
1: All right. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for listening and hanging out with us for this time. Um, You can find Zach on Instagram and Twitter at Zach Abbott. You can find myself on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Eric Thurston. You can find The Easy Podcast on Instagram and Twitter at The Easy Podcast. You can find us on YouTube at the Easy Podcast Show, and if you have any questions, comments, complaints, or concerns, you can send all of those to Zach so he can delete them accordingly yep. at the Easy Podcast Show at gmail.com. I'm watching
0: this bear video. I think he's just got him stuck on his claws, man. And he he's, is
1: using nunchucks. He's not using nunchucks. But he's playing with them, and <laughs> it looks like he's doing. Look, dude. He's doing the nunchucks. I think he's just like, oh, this feels good. <laughs> this is like a
0: nice little, like, a scratch. It's scratching me. We're gonna leave a link in the description. I disagree.
1: No, we got. I don't think place. so. Because people All gonna right. want to know. They're gonna want to. Maybe we can post it to post a clip to our. Instagram. Bear with the nunchucks, yeah. Because we're a, we're a meme factory now.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, movie set memes official. Go go check them out. Also, yeah, uh, they're on Facebook too. But that, who, who uses Facebook honestly? Uh, and check them on Instagram. That's it. Thanks for listening, guys.
1: All right.